Good morning and welcome to Just Jess Podcast Morning Motivation, the bite-sized show that covers one topic in depth, where we will explore mindsets, motivation, success, love, and laughter. You're only one podcast away from a better you. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to the Just Just Podcast show. I am your host, Miss Jessica Fagans, also known as Dante Fabia, and I am better known as the girl they call Just Jess. Good morning. It's Monday, you guys, November the 14th, and we only have 11 days, 11 more days left until Thanksgiving, and I am just so grateful. And I know you guys, I know life is hard. Life is disrespectful. Life does not care about us. It throws us around like we a piece of paper, but I promise you, you have to stay on this course. You have to stay with it. You cannot give up. You cannot give in. Why? Because you're greater. Your greater is coming. You cannot fall off that bandwagon. And if you fall off, I'm right here to catch you. I'm going to put you right back up because guess what? We're going through this thing and we're going to get through this thing that we called life together. I promise you. Again, welcome. If this is your first time, welcome to the Just Just Podcast show. You guys are so awesome. Just a quick reminder, the Just Just Podcast show uh, does come to you Mondays only. Do not get it twisted. (laughs) I come only on Mondays, but I come at 5 a.m. You can catch me on all of my major outlets. I have Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Alexa, and Kindle, as well as my social media sites. I have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and also my website. It is www.justtestpodcastshow.com, as well as my Amazon storefront. It's www.amazon.com forward slash Jessica Fagans. Again, I want to thank you guys. I am just so blessed. You guys showed out. Let me, let me just put a fork in the road and give y'all this real quick. Okay. Hold on. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the love you guys showed out on last Monday. When I opened up my analytics for the next day, I was in tears. I could not believe the love that you guys showed your little old girl from Daytona. I am just so grateful. I'm telling you what the Bible says. I think it's Ephesians 3.20, and this is not, this is not a spiritual show, but he said that he would do exceedingly, abundantly above all that I could ever ask or think according to the power that works inside of me. Basically, he says he can do amazing things in my life. So why would I not give him a big God bless you? Thank you. Thank you guys so much. And I promise you, it's just going to get better and better. You guys just really uh, showed me how much you love me. And listen, there was a lot of them that didn't mean to, but they did. (laughs) Favor ain't fair. (laughs) But I'm just so happy and just, I can't say it enough. Uh, I have people that are still inquiring about the show. People are are asking. And that's another thing I wanted to let you guys know. If you are interested uh, in being an affiliate or even being a guest on the Just Just Podcast show, if you go to my website, uh, there is a a link that you can click on as uh, it says guest, (laughs) 
listen, it says, don't listen. Let me put a fork in the road, okay? Do not email me or text me or inbox me and say, where I go? Because I'm going to block you. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real because I, I, I don't say it till I'm, I'm, I'm blue in the face. It's on my website. Everything remotely that you need to do for this podcast is on my website. So just go to where it says guest, fill out the application. It's going to ask a lot of questions because guess what? Your girl is a little professional. You have to, <laughs> you have to sign. Okay. You have to sign a, 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 a paperwork. You just can't say I'm coming on your show. Nope. You just can't walk in and sit down and put a headphone on. Nope. There's levels to being able to be on this podcast. Now, I do send out invitations to people that I want to be on my podcast, but there's others that would like to be on my podcast as well. And we have to do everything in decency and in order. So I do have some litigation papers that are on there because, you know, of liability purposes. Uh, <laughs> I need to make sure that I am covered as well as this podcast and as well as my guest are covered legally. So do that for me if you'd like to be a part of the, the podcast. And also, uh, Thanksgiving is coming, and this is the best part of the year for me. I love Thanksgiving because I love the fact that uh, it's, a, it's a time to give. Now, let me say this. It's not that I don't like Christmas, okay? I love Christmas, okay? But... <laughs> When you got Christmas, something is attached to Christmas. Gifts, money. You hear me? They looking for a gift. And I have five grandchildren. Good morning, Grandma Babies. Zara, Beth, Miss Morela, Miss JC, Mr. Zion, and Mr. May May Mason. Uh, I have five grandchildren that look for me every year. <laughs> Grandma this. And they've already wrote, uh, written their, uh, their uh, little uh, uh presents that they want from grandma and already sent them to me. So I already know my job. So I do love uh, Christmas, but Thanksgiving is the time that we just sit down and reflect on the goodness. When we think about the goodness <laughs> and we just look back over our life and just see where he, now see, I'm trying not to go there with y'all, but y'all know I got a little church in me, but I'm just saying it's a time to just give thanks there's a song called just give thanks i may sing it one day uh, and so that's why i love it it's a time to just be with your family and your loved ones enjoy each other's company eat and just reflect on the goodness of this life so thanksgiving is if you ever wanted to know thanksgiving is one of the best holidays for your girl also in the month of december the just just podcast show is doing a giveaway drum roll i am and it's just an appreciate appreciative gift uh, i'm gonna uh, give away a basket and your girl is gonna put some goodies in there. and if y'all know jess she like goodies <laughs> i like all the good stuff so i'm just gonna put together a basket and i'm gonna uh, give my listeners uh the opportunity to win this basket so you guys stay tuned um so you can listen for the rules and how to uh, enter this this uh, this giveaway uh, because I just want to be a blessing to someone on uh, December the 25th. All right. Again, if this is your first time, welcome to the Just Just Podcast Show. And yes, I do talk a lot. 
but this my show. All right, enough of that. So last week, um, I, so I wrote a jingle uh, since I've been gone uh, for affirmations because y'all know I love affirmations. That's the best part of my show, right? And so I wrote a jingle and it was supposed to play uh, during my segment. But listen, I am self-taught and it just kind of had an error. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't able to <laughs> able to fit it in there. So I had to get someone to help me. So hopefully it will be on my next podcast. You'll be able to hear what your girl have been uh, girl's been doing uh, and I'm just so excited because again I've I've done this all by myself and this is my baby so uh, but it has come to the best part of my show it's affirmation time this is the best time for you to just reflect over yourself now listen you don't need anybody to affirm over you see that was a long time it was a long time for me now I wanted people to affirm me to validate me and my mama, good morning, ma. Good morning. Everybody say good morning to my mama. The best thing since sliced bread, my mama Peggy. Uh, but y'all remember, uh, she told me, she said, you, 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 you need to see about yourself. Nobody don't have to pray over you. Nobody has to affirm anything over you. You speak life over you. Thank you, Donna Lawrence. He said, encourage yourself, speak over yourself. You don't need anybody. So that's why I do my own affirmations. I wrote an affirmation journal. Go pick it up on Amazon. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily use my words, but just affirm some things over yourself. Get you a mirror, get a mirror, look in that mirror and just say to yourself who and what you are, what you expect from yourself. And so that's why I do affirmations on my on my podcast, because I have to continuously affirm some things over myself. And with that being said, it's affirmation time. Hey, affirmation time. Hey, affirmation time. I have my mirror. I have my water and my lemon this morning, and I am ready to go. Now, let me take a sip so that I can affirm some things with you guys. Okay, give me one second. All right, here we go. Rejections will no longer define me. Woo! I don't think they heard us in the back. Let me just say that again. I heard you. I hear the amen corner. Rejections will no longer, no longer define me. Any decision that I make is based on myself. And the only person I have to give an explanation to is my God. Okay. Okay. God, he's trying to make this a spiritual segment and I'm not allowing it, but I'm going to go back and say it for the people that didn't hear any decision. mm -hmm, Any decision I make is based on myself and the only person I have an explanation to is my God. That came from none other than Solange Knowles. She is an American singer, songwriter, performance artist, and actress. Expressing an interest in music from an early age, Knowles had several, several temporary uh, stints as a backup dancer for Destiny's Child, which featured her elder sister, Beyonce Knowles. Ooh, the beehives are being among its members before signing with her father, Mr. Matthew Knowles, Music World Entertainment Label Company. But at the age of 16, Knowles released her first studio album, 
called Solo Star. And I really love that song uh, on the uh, on the album. She also appeared in the film's Johnson Family Vacation with Mr. City Said and Bring It On or All or Nothing. She was born June 24th in 1986, which makes her 36 years old in Houston, Texas. Texas. She has one son. His name is Ulez Smith Jr. And of course, her very, 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 very famous sister, Miss Beyonce, as well as her brother, Mr. Nixon Knowles. But she said it best. Any decision, okay, any decision that I make is based on myself. Myself. And the only person that I have to uh, give an explanation to is my God. That's it. And that brings me to my topic. And I know you're probably saying, well, why did you use her, Jess? Well, the topic is about rejection sensitivity. And so Miss Solange Knowles battles with ADHD. Okay. So rejection sensitivity kind of goes with ADHD. And I'll get to that part. But listen, nobody likes rejection, right? If you say you do, get off this podcast. I don't want to talk to you no more. Because you're not telling the truth. Nobody, nobody likes rejection, whether it comes from a crush, peers, family, or coworkers. It hurts. Yet, it's an unavoidable part of this ugly life. I just told y'all we're going to get through life. I know life hard. And rejection is a part of that ugliness in life. But some people can shake it off. That's rejection. They can shake it off easily. Not me. For others like me, that feeling can trigger an overwhelming emotional response, rejection. So in people especially, this is sometimes called the rejection-sensitive dysphoria. It's also known as RSD. And it's characterized by extreme emotional sensitivity to being criticized criticized or rejected, whether real or perceived, but that criticism hurts bad and it goes right along with rejection. Now, this can affect anybody. Like I said before, if you're saying that, oh, and not me, then this is not a podcast for you. Just go and tune off uh, and tune in on next Monday. That will make work for you. But if this works for you, then stay tuned because it gets better. Uh, Now, this has been suggested that people who have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, the ADHD and autism are more uh, susceptible to have the rejection sensitivity. And right now, I know a couple of people that battle with autism. I know a couple of people that battle with, uh, y'all excuse me, I'm fixing my mic, uh, with rejection, um, I'm sorry, with uh, autism and ADHD, and it does coincide together. So the term rejection-sensitive dysphoria was coined by a gentleman by the name of Dr. William Dotson. And let me put this on the record. I am not a, a, a psychiatrist. I am not a physician. I am not a doctor. I am just a woman that suffers from mental health, that does her research um, on things that relate solely to her, me. That's me, okay? So Dr. William Dotson um, was the one that coined this uh, uh, rejection-sensitive uh, dysphoria. 
and it is re re uh, relatively new, right? Researchers are still, y'all, they are still trying to gain a greater understanding of ADHD. So I was so relieved when I started reading this and doing my research, I was re relieved that I wasn't alone because there are millions of people out there just like me battling RSD. So you're probably saying, well, what is it? You're, you're talking about it. You just have not told us what it is. Well, RSD is when a person feels intense emotional pain and that pain, which is related to rejection. And that's where the word dysphoria comes from. It's an ancient Greek word that describes a strong, if not overwhelming, feeling of pain or discomfort, RSD. So what I realized while doing my research is that that there is a term for what I was feeling because I knew that there was some more things that was wrong with me, right? Because I'm, I'm self-diagnosing myself because I've already been diagnosed by a psychiatrist, right? So we all have a certain amount of fear inside of us. We all have a certain uh, uh, amount of hesitation around the idea of this word called rejection. Now, as humans, we have evolved to crave social connections um, and rejections that negate that central need. So that fear can become, that fear can become high. However, all right, however, in those who have experienced a lot of traumas, or rejection throughout their lives, right? The fear can become even more intensely high, okay? Shaken by the repeated denial of a central need. Now, I just, I did my research. I, I went to Google. You go to Google Academy because it will help you. They can become high in fear of rejection. And that's ultimately what rejection sensitivity is. It is the fear of being rejected. It's a high fear of rejection. So when you have that uh, rejection sensitivity, life can challenge you. It becomes a challenge. I tell y'all all the time, I still battle. It doesn't matter how much medication them people prescribe me. It don't matter how many times I got to lay on this man couch and talk to him about my business and get up feeling even worse before I laid down. It does not matter if you don't know how to acknowledge it, know that it's there and work on it and be open to healing. You got to want to heal. Okay, so you expect everyone to reject you because you just feel like everybody is going to reject you because you've been putting yourself down for so long. When you have high rejection sensitivity, life becomes the challenge. Okay, you already are hard on yourself and then you looking down on yourself even more. All of this fear and expectation adds up. And before you know it, you're walking around misinterpreting everything and everybody. Your entire environment becomes distorted. Why? Because you've overreacted at the slightest sign of rejection that you thought was rejection that necessarily might have not been rejection. Yeah. Rejection sensitivity, RSD. So how does it affect our relationships? Well, there are a lot of different reasons why someone might have an acute sensitive uh, sensitivity to rejection. Some of us, and I'm talking about me now, some of us have been exposed to neglect that makes us crave that validation. 
where we've never re- that we've never received before. We want that validation that some people uh, never gave to us. It could be a family member, it could be a pastor, it could be a colleague, it could be a boss, whatever. That validation that you never received makes you success the uh, 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 exposed to it. I'm sorry. Others have been damaged by the experiences. Okay. Some have uh, had to, to, to deal with it the best way that they can because they did not know what it was. They just thought that it was reject rejection. I'm just rejected. They just don't like me. They just don't care for me. They just don't want me to get promoted. They don't like me at this job or he doesn't like me. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not fine enough. I don't have that hourglass shape or they just don't like me because I don't fit it. I can't go by the designer th- uh, clothes at everybody. No, 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 no. No matter how the fear is instilled in you, the results remain the same. When we fear rejection, the way we connect to others is going to be forever changed. Your relationships take the biggest hit. Listen to me. They take the biggest hit both with yourself and with others if you don't get the help you need in order to get over this. If you feel that you have this disease, ADA, uh, this, uh, the uh, rejection sensitivity that is connected to the ADHD, I recommend that you get help. And I will give you some numbers at the end of my podcast to get help because this is still serious, just like anything else remotely when it comes to mental health. So the pathological need to be liked, that's one of the characteristics of uh, the rejection sensitivity. Those who are high in rejection sensitivity can develop an almost pathological need to be liked. Mm hmm. You ever seen somebody that just want everybody to like them and they try to fit in with every click? Not me. I'm not doing it. Now that I I have graduated from. If you don't like me, you just don't like me. Does the rejection still hurt? Yes, it does. Because I want to be able to say, no, I don't want to hang with them, but I don't want them to say, well, we're not hanging with her. Y'all understand what I'm talking about. But the pathological need to be liked, they chase the approval of other people bending themselves into impossible shapes in order to fit in or to receive some kind kind of validation, whether it be friendly, uh, whether uh, uh, romantic or otherwise, anything. But that does not set someone up uh, for the best relationships. You're not making the best relationships. Instead, someone with this type of uh, personality trait can settle for subpar relationships and people who take advantage of them prime example me me low self-esteem so used to people not wanting me liking me rejecting me I get in abusive no good relationships in my past not talking about my future because my future is bright (laughs) but I'm just talking about the, the 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 past the history that I went through trying to make any and every relationship that I ever had make it the best relationship. I was beating myself down because I kept getting rejection because I was forcing it. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you guys about the puzzle and you get this puzzle and you have all these pieces and you're steady trying to put the pieces together and they don't fit. Girl, get another piece. That one don't fit. Get another one. If that one don't fit, girl, get that one over there. If that steady trying to make the puzzles fit and make them work but again the history of trauma and high rejection sensitivity rsd can land all of us in a lot of trouble 
So when you try and pursue relationships, you have a tendency to have them with people who harm you and the people that take advantage of who you are, your skills and your empathy. Be careful. Be careful trying to force things. Be careful, careful trying to force situations. I'm learning. I'm still not there yet, but I am learning because now I realize it's a, S, a RSD and I, I'm battling with this as well. I, I, I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, but I've been battle, uh, diagnosed with all those other things. So I'm just going to put them all together because I still hurt when I am rejected. So that was another one. Uh, the first one, the pathological need to be like the second one was Rocky first connections. Now high RS, which is the rejection sensitivity can also make it hard to trust people. I have a lot of trust issues. I'm going to tell you why, because years ago when I trusted people that I thought really loved me and cared for me, and this was over 20 years ago, they showed me who they really are. Thank you, Maya. They showed me who they were. And so I developed a lot of trust issues. I was speaking to a young lady the other day who said that she, uh, matter of fact, uh, Saturday, uh, she said that uh, she has not been in a relationship because it's hard for her to trust. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I said, why, why is it hard to trust? She said, because I've been so damaged in all of my other relationships. She says, there's not one relationship that was a good relationship. And I said, not one. She says, not one. She said, and so I'm scarred. She said, I, I met a gentleman that I really liked and, and he, you know, it, it was a good vibe. She says, but as I'm on the date with this gentleman, listen to me. As I'm on the date with this gentleman, the young lady said, she says, immediately my flashback of all my past relationships came before me. And I walked out of that dinner with this gentleman. And I said, because you did not want to get rejected. She said, no, I do not handle rejection well. So if you think that you're the only person, you're not. Okay. So Rocky first connections that the high rejection sensitivity can make it hard for you to trust others. And that's a big problem when you're trying to create or force new connections. I just told you about the young lady that told me uh, what happened with her. You have to trust the people that you're opening up to in order to build worthwhile bonds. Just because Sammy Sue treated you a different way doesn't mean that Larry Lou is the same as that person. So you have to be able to trust Jessica. I'm talking to myself everybody not out to hurt you or take you down. If you expect someone to reject you automatically, you never let down your walls and show your true self to them because you're going to run them away. Talking about Rocky first connections. All of that is one of the moving forces behind the Rocky relationship because individuals high in rejection sensitivity, they experience the withdrawals of automatically thinking that somebody's going to let them down because they're always preparing themselves for the worst and looking for that rejection. They automatically assume that everyone new who comes into their life will reject them. And because of this, this pattern becomes a self-affirming one. Okay. As relationships remain standoffish, that you that you make standoffers, let me put that in there, and stagnant, 
beyond the bonds of their fear and avoidance because they cannot release the thought process of being rejected. They cannot handle the rejection. So that was the, the second one, rocky first connections. The third one, going to disturbing extremes. The, these are even scarier aspects to uh, RS re rejection sensitivity that we don't normally talk about. We don't like to talk about. And I, I just said that last week, we have a tendency of not liking to talk about certain things. And I got both of my hands and my feet up. Even though I'm transparent with you guys with some things, there's still a lot of things that I'm just not ready to share with you guys. And it's not because of how I will be judged because y'all going to judge me anyway. Good morning. <laughs> You're going to talk about me anyway. Good night. I don't care. But the thing is, I have to protect the peace that I have created for my life. And if I don't want that peace to be disturbed, I don't always have to tell everything. Thank you, mother. That came from my mama. So be slow to speak sometimes because everything that you're thinking doesn't necessarily mean that it has to come out your mouth. And so that's where I'm at. I'm still trying to uh, protect the peace that I have and protect uh, my mindset because I'm still healing. I'm not where I need to be. So this was so good for me because, again, rejection is very hard for me. Rejection. And so rejection sensitivity can change us from the person that we want to be into something else solely entirely. Fearing that someone we care for will reject us. People high in this tra trait will transform them their self. Misinterpreting the, the signs. Now, I'm going to tell you something about me. I will misinterpretate something in a minute. I will get on the phone and call my mama. And sit there because I feel like somebody said something wrong with me. And, and, I, and I'll ask, hey, did I, did, did I uh, interpret this right or is it just me? Because, you know, we'll overthink, Jessica. We overthink because we always think somebody's out for us, right? But we misinterpret uh, these things and the signs that, that, that we believe they're, that they're giving to us, that they're trying to harm us or they're trying to reject us. So these individuals assume whatever from what they think will uh, uh, happen and they try to avoid it because they do not want to be hurt. So prime example, in a relationship, someone might change the way that you think. They may change the way that you talk and they may change the way that you act. So if you're in a new relationship and you've never talked the way that you talk and we realize that you're in a new relationship, mm -hmm. <laughs> your talk got a little proper, mm -hmm. oh, you acting a little standoffish mm -hmm. because we're trying to change to that person because we're trying to make that person happy and not allowing ourselves to be happy and not allowing that person to make us happy. I know I'm talking to somebody, but if I'm not, this is real good for me. And we simply talking about rejection sensitivity. It will change you if you don't get a grip on it. If you don't recognize what it is, it will harden your heart. So don't let it change you. Okay. Whatever it takes. I want you to avoid falling back into the despair spiral of being rejected. I want you to pull yourself out of that dump of rejection. And I'm speaking to myself, get up. Everything is not a rejection. Okay. Everything is not here to cause harm to you. What happens is this creates false relationships. That relationship, not authentic. If you trying to 
talk like them and act like them and think like them. That ain't real. You're trying to be them. That's what you call one-sided power structure. We're not doing that. Leave that person, that other person's emotions alone and have your own emotions. Leave the person uh, fearing rejection powerless. Let, Let it go. It's terrible way to build a partnership, a relationship, a, a, a work relationship, whatever, a business relationship. You cannot go be a businessman if you don't trust people. Everybody not out to take all your money where well, they want their money, but they're not out to, to rob you. And so you got to let that guard down. Okay, let it down. Number four, extremely warped behavior. Extremely warped. Getting told no. As a child, I hated the word no. It was a disappointment for me. Whenever I got told no, ooh, that thing, ooh. When I tell you my heart just would, it hurt. I felt like my heart was hurting when I was told no. (laughs) Even as an adult, when I'm told no, ooh, it hurts. But I've learned to know how to deal with that word. So getting told no is bigger than disappointment in, 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 in this world. It's a total soul wrenching heartbreak. When somebody tells, you no. it forces people to totally question themselves and their self-worth when they're told no, no, they can feel unsafe. And more than that, they can feel totally, uh, alienated when they're told no, y'all hear me saying that word. No, no, I'm not doing it. No, I can't. I've learned that no, is not a bad word too. Let me go there. Let me put a fork in the road. Now, you're not just going to use me and dog me out and think you can just have whatever you want. No, those days are over. And I'm talking to everybody. Don't allow anybody to just mistreat you. No is not a bad word. If you got to say no, no. Let's repeat after me. Everybody say no. That's right. No. That's why you see so many people with rejection sensitivity acting out of character on the other side of real rejection. See, men and women alike have been proven in multiple studies to show both physical aggression and non-physical hostility when they are faced with rejection. That's why we got so many people in the prison. One of the reasons. They don't like the word no. Behavior becomes warped. And when it becomes warped, it becomes warped in a way that not only creates more rejection, but it also reaffirms that some rejection sensitivity we have uh, in the first place, it has taken over us. And so the entire experience becomes so negative that it creates even more fear to somebody like me. No, I don't like that word. No, but I'm dealing with it because I have to deal with it. So that was extremely warped behavior. The next one is jealousy off the rails. Nothing feels, feeds jealousy quite like RS. And that's rejection sensitivity. That fear pushes sufferers into weird states of mind. Let me tell you something. Jealousy is something fierce. So let me, let me stop for a minute and let me talk about jealousy. I think I'm going to do a, a podcast about jealousy because jealousy is rising. And let me tell you how I feel about jealousy. When I open up my app and I look at all these social networks and I see everybody doing the trends, and that's me too. I'm talking about myself. 
sometimes I look at TikTok and I look at some of the beautiful homes and the aesthetics and all the different cre- content creators doing all this stuff. And sometimes my 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 uh, flesh gets a little jealous because it's like, oh my God, I would love that. Oh my God, I would like that. And I, I battle with jealousy on certain things, not people, because I'm not jealous of any person, but I'm jealous of things that I want that I may not be able to have right now. But at the end of the day, it's still jealousy. But I'm saying this to say this, be careful with jealousy because jealousy can take people out. You can lose jobs with jealousy. You can lose relationships with jealousy and you can lose friends with jealousy. Okay. The fear of it pushes sufferers into a weird state. Now we're talking about the rejection sensitive. The question, they question themselves and what they bring to the table. And they can also question what others are bringing to the table. Okay. Jealousy. That's what so many stumble into through their rejection, fear journey. Jealousy. Fear of being rejected by someone you love. Jealousy. And push someone to become irrationally jealous. Jealousy. They look for threats in every interaction uh, interaction the other person does. Jealousy. They lash out because they fear they will be rejected in preference or something better. Jealousy. So this comes back to those misinterpreted signs. I'm talking about jealousy. When you have a high rejection sensitivity. Listen, you think the entire world is a threat to your relationship because you don't think you're worthy of true love and respect. I'm talking about jealousy that is going with this rejection sensitivity. Jealousy. It's crazy. You got to be careful not to be jealous or envious of anybody, especially in a relationship because it will take you out. It will cause you to lose all respect, that person to lose all respect for you, and you'll lose at the end versus winning at the end. The next one, vicious cycles of sabotage. Now listen, it's not common to see people with high rejection sensitivity lashing out at their friends and family. Now I did my research on that. They, They say it's not common for them to hurt you. But if you don't reply to their invitations fast enough, they get upset with you. If you don't answer their phone call fast enough, they they questioning your 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 uh, faithfulness. If you don't give them money, or if they ask you for something and you tell them no, they go that word no again. Then they they find a little bit of hostility and they reject you because they don't like the feeling of rejection, but then they reject you. If you can't be there for them on even the smallest occasions, what they do, they can see it as a sign of sure abandonment and betrayal. Oh, so you telling me no? Yeah, I got to. First of all, I ain't got it. Second of all, I gave you something last week. You, you feel what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's uncommon to see people with this and they don't mistreat their friends and family, but you got to be careful, okay? You got to be careful, especially if they're battling with this uh, RS as well as ADHD. So those with high rejection sensitivity very often wind up sabotaging their own relationships. Partners, their friends, and families are pushed away by extreme reactions. And so what happened is they don't understand. They're unable to set clear and healthy boundaries from themselves. They end up walking on eggshells and denying their own happiness 
to avoid an explosion because they are being rejected as though they feel they are being rejected. So it's not uncommon to see a distinct withdrawal. It's not uncommon. And and tired of the endless spice and insecurity, what happens is the loved ones of a person who uh, battles with the RS can retreat. So you have to be careful. Again, that's why I always tell y'all, let people know what y'all got going on. Let people know if you suffer from, and, and a lot of times people don't want others to know that they suffer from any type of mental illness. People are embarrassed about it, but not me. I'm not embarrassed about it. I don't care. Someone asked, asked me the other day, um, this gentleman asked, asked me what my podcast was about. I said mental health, motivation, mental health. And then, you know, I just kept going on and on, but he only heard the word mental health. And so he said, oh, oh, do you battle with it? I said, we all battle with some type of mental health, whether we want to accept it or not. Come on, let's do your research. It's okay. I'm not embarrassed that I have a podcast about it and about it. And what's so good about it, my podcast is reaching people like me who thought that it did not exist and that people didn't talk about it enough. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with it because I realize that I have a withdrawal. And when I go through my withdrawals, I have a tendency of sabotaging myself because I suffer from rejection sensitivity. I'm telling you, it's a it's a it's a name for every illness out there. And this was so good for me because I needed to hear this because now I know how to deal with it. And they're still doing research on this. It's fairly new, like I said earlier. And a lot of people don't realize it. So go and do your research. Go to Google Academy and do your research. Recover the strength to be secure. You got to get secure in this. If you break it all down, your rejection sensitivity comes from um, foundational fear of being left alone, Jessica. You don't want to be lonely. You don't want to have any support in a, uh, you don't want to have any support in a world that's so chaotic and brutal. All of that is understandable, but the way your sensitivity affects you can make living life hard. Not only make living life hard, but make life, uh, living life with a, another individual hard when you suffer from this. So the best way to heal and manage this rejection sensitivity is learning self-regulation skills, learning uh, skills about yourself. Look in the mirror. I keep telling y'all about that mirror. It's not just to, to put on makeup and look at your hair and do your hair. No, that mirror is an evaluation of who you are. And it helps you to remind yourself of what you don't want to be. It beats you up, but you have to be beaten just a little bit in order to get to the next level. So healing, learning self-regulation skills. The next one, reflecting instead of reacting. That's me. I'm a reactor first. God help me with that. I will react immediately if I if the gesture is wrong, if you say the wrong, if you if if I don't like the way you said the word the, I will react. I'm just talking about me. But reflect instead, reflecting instead of reacting. Stop reacting and just weigh your options out before you react. Number three, questioning in moments of high stress. I suffer from anxiety. I I suffer from anxiety, right? I'm putting it out there. And sometimes when things are are, are not going right, prime example, my podcast, I know I make it look easy. I make it seem like, oh my God, I can do that. No, no, it's a lot to this. It's a lot of work creating this podcast, but sometimes I want to give up because it, it can become stressful. I get a lot of emails, y'all. Let me say this. 
having a podcast is not easy, but it's fulfilling, especially if you love to talk. And especially if you're talking about something that you care about, but on the other side of the podcast, people want to be a part of this podcast, but they don't know what it takes to, to get in there. So my suggestion is don't judge books by a cover because you think, child, she's just doing a podcast. No, it's not easy doing this. That's why they have courses that they teach you how to do this. I didn't pay for a course because I didn't have the money to pay for it. So I just decided it to do myself. Stop judging books by a cover when you don't even know what's the depth of the core inside of that book. You don't know what people had to go through or going through to get to where they are. Number four, getting professional trauma informed help. Get you some help. I keep saying that. If you have any type of trauma, any type of mental health, anything that you are remotely going through, either seek a, a doctor, a psychiatrist, get you a, a, a counselor, get you a coach life, whatever you need to get, somebody that can help you and give you some informed information and some help that can get you through this. And to get a place of peace. I keep telling y'all, peace is everything. The Bible speaks on it. Peace. Let yourself engage with this fear. Plant yourself in reality and allow yourself to work through the present moment. Stop assuming, Jessica. Stop assuming signs are everywhere and stop seeing the fear around every corner. Stop being paranoid. Mama used to always tell me, you're paranoid. Sit down somewhere. Question your reactions and where they are rooted at. What are they, what you got grounded in this? Yeah, dig a little deeper. See the separation between the trauma or neglect in your past, okay? And where you are at right now in this moment with that trauma. Something happened. Then it's not guaranteed to happen now. But something will happen. A shift will happen. Something will change it if you acknowledge it and not neglect it. And even if you do, it's okay because you're human. You were made for this. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are phenomenally made. You are a wonderful person. And you can withstand any storm, anything that comes your way. I keep reminding you guys that you will get through this thing called life. It does not matter that you battle with all these isms. Because with every isms is a way, another chance of healing. Thank you, Jesus. It's another chance of getting it right. You may not get it right this day, but guess what? New mercies come. There's a favorite scripture I always go to. I, I, I live by this. The Bible says that weeping may endure for a night. Joy will come. Why? Because it has to come. The separation between trauma and neglect, we're going to put that in the past. We're, gonna, we're not going to allow it to uh, predicate who we are in the future. Plant yourself on solid ground. Plant yourself in reality and allow yourself to work through the present moment of who you are. Stop, Jessica. Stop assuming. Stop with the assuming signs because they become overwhelming. Everybody's not out to get you. Everybody does not uh, hate you. Everybody does not want you to fail. Stop allowing the rejection sensitivity dysphoria to take you out. See, the separation between that, knowing that, will get you to the next level of who you are. You must take 
the opportunity, this opportunity to become the best version of you. And not only that, but the opportunity to come from a place of love. Hold space for this trauma in your heart. Make it a reality so that you can walk through it and get through it. Don't give it dominion over you or over your situation. Allow yourself to have healthy relationships. Allow yourself to be able to stay on a job longer than a year. Allow yourself to be able to go to a nice dinner and have a conversation like an adult. Allow yourself to get grown and sexy and love who you are if you're just getting dressed up for your own self. Find love and healing in yourself. And when you do that, you'll be able to tackle this thing that they called rejection sensitivity dysphoria. I know it's hard. And I know sometimes I say things that make it seem like it's easy, but it is not easy. He never told us the road would be easy. But if you just continue to pour into yourself, love yourself, look in the mirror at yourself. If you need any type of help that you feel that it's beyond your your uh, touch, if you can't get the uh, get it, get it together on your own, there are people out there that will help you get through what you're getting through. And again, I know that life is hard, but you will get through this thing called life because you have to, not because Jessica is telling you to, but because you have to. Thank you so much for allowing me to pour into you today. We simply just talked about rejection sensitivity dysphoria that is attached to ADHD. If you suffer from any type of mental health illness, please call the abuse line and get you some help. If you know someone like a colleague or someone that you trust, talk with them. If there's a life coach in your area, get with them. If there's a a program that has any type of of counseling, go to that program. There's all types of of, of funds set aside for people like us that need help, but most importantly, that cannot afford it. The help is there. Don't try to do this on your own. See, I try to do a lot of things on my own. And I just make a mess of it. And I'm I'm not ashamed to say that because I'm not perfect. But the good thing about my life is that I'm always evolving. And I'm going to continue to evolve in the woman that I want to be that was destined for me. Again, thank you so much for joining me. Now, I will be back on Monday with a new topic. You can catch me on all of my outlets. I have Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Alexa, and Kindle, as well as my social media sites. I have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as my beautiful website. It's www.justjustpodcastshow.com, as well as my uh, my storefront on Amazon. That's www.amazon forward slash Jessica Fagans. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast and do me a big favor. Tell a friend that got a friend that I already know a friend about the Just Ask Podcast show. All right. Until then, I'll holla. This has been a morning motivation with Just Jess Podcast show. Tune in every Monday starting at 5 a.m. for the morning motivation with Just Jess.